Hey y'all, um, Wonder back with another episode of Ranting Wonder. Um, uh, basically, I'm gonna talk about the um, the Sunday that's gonna come up, which pretty much um, is um, is a racing Sunday. Um, I'm I'm a huge race fan. I love. Uh, the NASCAR race. I've been a NASCAR fan since 2001, and like one of my favorite um, parts, of times of the year is uh, May. Like May has Monaco, which is one of the ones, uh, one of their biggest events. Uh, of course, you know the Crown Jewel race in the Indianapolis 500, um, which for the last years it has been exceptional. Um, um, with, the, with the new like uh, the you can slingshot a guy from the lead, like back and forth. It's it's been like exceptional racing from that point on. And the the Coca Cola is under, which it was a fan I used to love. And then over the years, I it, it has kind of just just slowly just dialed into just being a relic of like what it used to be, I guess. Um. So, like I I, I had this whole idea that I was going to like do like a breakdown of like you know, um, this track here, that track there, and, you know, sort of go with that, with that one, but because I, I have, I've had very little time to sort of, like, sit down and do one of these, this is sort of the best way I can do it, I mean, I'm driving on the road, I'm trying to get home and fix me something to eat, and I figured the one, the one way I can do this is basically kind of just chronicle, um, I guess these, these three races are the best way I can. I had the less experience. I had the least experience with, with Monaco. Um, I don't. I, I didn't start watching Formula One probably like last year. Um, when I, I sort of got acquainted with um, drivers of that talent, uh, Sebastian Vettel, uh, Lewis Hamilton, of course, he's like the heir apparent. Our Ayrton Senna. Ayrton Senna was a badass uh, back in the back in the eighties and the not you know back in the eighties and the nineties. Uh, you know, until it's time on time of passing that four in a, in a, in a car in a, in a racing incident. I think on lap five he crashed um, hard into the wall. I think it was in, I think this is uh, in Mola. Um, um, and and, I, and I, I know that because uh, Ace of Capadia, the director of the Amy Winehouse documentary, he also directed Senna. Um, both amazing documentaries, um, and I highly recommend Senna particularly. Um, Chronicled Senna, not necessarily from the man himself, but basically he did this thing and he did an Amy, which he took a lot of like like archive footage, like and he put it together and he got the voice of like people who are around like Senna, or if you watch the Amy House documentary, you know people around him Winehouse and just basically just told a story like surrounding like these archive footage, archival footage, and the things that Senna could do with a car were unlike any driver. Uh, like today, his man can like can navigate raising condition on any condition, wet, dry, or, or moderate. Um, I mean, hell, if there are race tracks that, that have a clay format, you could probably navigate that too. That's how good he was. And Ayrton is a six-time was a six-time winner at Monaco. Um, I watched a little bit. Of, I watched a little bit of, of, of footage. Um, uh, I think it was a. Uh, the 92 race particularly uh, was Nigel Mansell uh, was another like big shot in, 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 in Formula 1 racing um, I remember 
watching this thing, he, he had a 30-second 30 30 lead, I think, on some place uh, center. And I think back then they didn't like use uh, they didn't like use like different tires, compound tires, um, and he had fuel. So basically, what you had was what you got, unless you had to really come in. Um, so he came in for a, a punctured tire. So he came in to fix that punctured tire. Uh, and as I'm talking about this, I forgot my toothbrush on my jump. Um, anyway, um, I was gonna say. Erickson Senna basically had to play defensive driving for like the, the rest of the race um, because you know Nigel Mansell was like making a run with like new tires, um, and he couldn't Mansell couldn't pass him. Like all all Senna was doing was just basically holding holding him back so he did not pass him, and he did it for like the last couple of laps. It was just 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 watching the clip alone was just it was it was masterful driving. It's like how the hell can this guy? On older tires, like hold him off, like the way he did, and this that was just Senna. So Senna could just he could just navigate a track like it was just like it was a test session. Like he was cruising the track. Just it wasn't it wasn't like the shit that terrible movie driven with uh, Kip Pardue and Sebastian Stallone and a bunch of car cameos like Kenny Breck and uh, Jimmy Vassar. It was he could drive a track like you were just standing still. It, it, it was amazing to watch that guy. Even just watching the documentary was just amazing to watch. I mean, I mean, I mean he, he drove a car, he, he drove a, he drove a Formula One car with a broken gear gearbox in one thing in, in Brazil. How do you do that? How do you do that? And I mean, the guys today, I don't know if they can do what he did, but which it, it, it's hard. It is, it is a testament to that guy's brilliance. And he was also, you know, he was also a guy who, you know, was a bit of a controversial driver in the eyes of others. You know, Alan Pross, like, they, they called him the professor. Um, Jackie Stewart had, you know, some words for him. Uh, I think in an interview, I think, I think it was a, it was an incident he, he had on track. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it felt a bit like, it felt a bit like schism, like some racism a little bit. Because Senna's a Brazilian driver. Um... And uh, I felt a bit like when I watched the documentary that people held him more for some shit than he did for Prost or uh, Coulthard or or um, I think rumors about Barrichello was I don't know if he was I think Barrichello was coming into the scene, but it was like after it was, like like Senna wasn't really that good anymore like in, like '94 uh, he got it he was with a new race team. And I, I was like coming off of a second place finish in, in, in the um, Constructors Championship. Um, and incidentally, it was the same year, unfortunately, he passed away. Um, but, um, yeah, um, it was. I, I don't know if a lot of the drivers said they can do what he did. And even they would probably be, they would admit that. They, they could do what he did in Monaco. I mean, I mean, my own experience with Monaco is Grand Chisbro. I mean, of course, I never, I never went to, I never went to Monte Carlo. Uh, I, I need a ton of money to get to Monte Carlo. I need a ton of transport to get to Monte Carlo. Um, but you know, I don't know. I think, I think, I, I think my, I think to, to, to talk about the race, I think it's hard to pass in Formula One anyway. So I do think. I do think Lewis Hamilton can take it. 
Um, and I'm sort of basing it off last year's result. Uh, I remember Danny Ricardo had it won, and then he had to make a piss stop, and um, Lewis Hamilton just held him off. And I think uh, I want to say it was Rosberg who finished second in that race. Nico Rosberg, who's, who's since retired, after winning the championship last year. Um, I think I think Lewis can take it again. He'll he'll be the back to back winner of uh, the, the Monaco Grand Prix. Uh, I don't know the cat. I forgot. I don't know the cast name who replaced Monica, uh, Nico Rosberg, but I guess he's doing okay. Like that guy's doing okay. Um, uh, Rock, uh, Ricardo had a couple of like like uh, bumps in the road. Like uh, I think the first race of the year, they didn't get started to start the race. Started two laps down, I think, and yeah, unfortunately, you know, yeah, didn't yeah that 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 was a dud. And. It's going to be Sebastian Vettel and Lewis Hamilton, you know, wire to wire. It's that it's it's looking like that right now. Um, qualifying hasn't taken place. I think it takes place tomorrow. I'll be at work, so I won't even I won't be, even be able to call call that. Um, so, but I think Hamilton could take it. Um, it's his to lose. Um, no one else can really you know meet his potential. Unless Sebastian Vettel has something to say about it, but otherwise I don't really see it. I don't see anybody else really having a shot. So I think that covers four to one. And I also and if I had to guess who's going to take the pole, Hamilton, I guess. He, he, he'll he'll take, he'll be the pole sitter, um, and he'll ride, ride a blister pace. Whereas uh, that'll be on NBC. Uh, I think many people watch it. Um, Indianapolis five hundred. The, 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 yeah. Scott Dixon's the pole sitter. That I do know. Um, I know, uh, Sebastian Bourdais had a terrible crash in, uh, qualifying. He was probably, he was probably gonna be the pole sitter. If it weren't for him, like, you know, uh, like cutting it really too hard in, like, in, in the middle of turn two, and then, like, he hit the wall so hard. It was, I, I, Oh man, it was crazy. Um, and I say, and I, I've probably said this before, you know, to myself. Um, no matter the protection that these guys have, you're gonna hit the wall. Safer barrier, be damned. You can have all the protection in the world. You're gonna hit the wall. And Bourdais can't race because he broke his pelvis. He broke his pelvis, so he's gonna be out of that car for a while. And Bourdais. Uh, had a pretty good start to the year, and then just after that, shit. Um, Phoenix, he wrecked there, and then in, uh, the Grand Prix Indy race, he blew an engine, I think five, six laps in, uh, running seven, I think. And, um, yeah, he was he was going to be the post sitter, possibly, and, you know, just wrecked, just hard, wrecked hard, like, you know, trying to get too much out of the patrol, out of the car, and push it too a little hard, and, um, anyway, Dixon got the pole. Uh, Fernando Alonso, Formula One. Uh, I think he's and it's, he, he got a top nine start position. I think so. He's up there. Um, Penske's not up there and taking the pole positions. So he, they're like, I think I, I want to see Cash and Evans or even Montoya got the highest of the Penske cars, and I think the lowest has got to be um, Newgarden, Joseph Newgarden. He's like in the twenties. Um, I guess other stories is, I guess, Buddy Lazier, 
um, who once like like broke his back in thirty places to race in the Indy five hundred. It's like a long. It's like ninety six. Like like, I want to say he wrecked the Phoenix and then, and then he he came back and he won the thing. Like ninety six. It was it was some crazy shit like that. Um, let's see what else. Um, there's one, there's one woman in the race, a like Pippa Man. Um, I think she, she, she's driving a 63 car. She's sponsored by Stephen G. Coleman. Um, uh, she's she's okay. Like, I've seen her race a couple times, but... Um, IndyCar, in, in terms of, like, you know, diversity, like, that's... I mean, they have it compared to other, other racing divisions, but IndyCar has the same problem as, you know, other racing divisions. It's... it's it's a, it's a sausage fest. Um, Thirty drivers are, you know, are men, and one is a woman. Um, of course, you have like other drivers representing different countries. I mean, that's a that's a far that's a different part from NASCAR, which has basically everyone, other than one uh, one uh, Mexico Mexican driver, uh, Daniel Suarez, and I'll talk about uh, Coca Cola Hunter in a minute. Um, that's like one of the things I I kind of liked about Danica Patrick in IndyCar was. Not so much she gave the boys a run for their money. Um, she kind of didn't necessarily be, because, I mean, competition is just, it's just that, that's the name of the game. I mean, she won one race uh, for, um, I want to say it was a, a Letterman's team, a Letterman Rayhall's team, um, when she drove the 15 car. Uh, she passed Eddie Ocasio-Nevis for the lead. I mean, blew by him, as a matter of fact. Um, apparently, it was pitch strategy, I guess. She was trying to save fuel. He was trying to save fuel. And, you know, she was able to go further than he was able to go further in terms of, like, you know, pushing it, uh, in terms of grip and all that. And she pushed it and she won, and, and you know, in a pretty dramatic fashion. And she hasn't won anything since. But I, that's okay because her her biggest claim to fame wasn't Motegi, it was Indianapolis. She's from there. Um, she was able to navigate the track very well, especially as a rookie in 05. Um, I, I know she, I remember she crashed like at some point in the race, but the, 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 the crew was able to get her a new nose. Uh, so she was, she was able to be competitive, like an IndyCar competition. Unlike NASCAR, you, you can't replace the nose like IndyCar. Like now in NASCAR, you crash, you're on a five minute crash clock. Where you, where basically the only repairs you're able to get to the car is basically what you got. So you got what you got. You can't put a new nose on there, no sheet metal. You got to tape the motherfucker up. You tape it up, go on with your day, and then you do what you got, what you got, basically. So that's kind of the game there. Any car, you could basically replace the nose or the or the wing, um, the real wing. It, it basically, they take it apart, unscrew it, front and back, take it apart, put it on, and screw it back in. And that's what they did to the Anatic Patch car. And Danica Patrick wasn't wasn't the best car that day, I recall. Dan Weldon, I think Dick Dario Franchini, Scott Dixon, uh, oh no, Hornets Jr. actually was the best car that day. Um, and then, of course Elio was, and then Elio crashed. Uh, so did Hornets. Hornets crashed uh, from the lead, as a matter of fact, if I recall. Um, and I recall it was probably one of the worst call races I've ever heard in my life uh, with Todd Harris and uh, Scott Goodyear. Not Scott Goodyear's fault. Todd Harris is terrible. He couldn't keep Dennis Patrick's name out of his mouth. Um, But I, re- I, re- I remember they played the strategy pretty well. Unfortunately, they couldn't make it on fuel, so uh, they, she let 25 laps, 24, 25 laps, and yeah, just the problem was 
either you either you try to go for the one you gamble on fuel. And of course, people say, "Oh, well, it's any that, but you 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 gotta you gotta risk it all." It's like, I mean, here's the thing about that shit. I get what drivers say about that shit, but you're also racing for a points position, so it's kind of an oxymoron. You, you kind of race for points too. Because you don't want to finish outside the top 10 and not get a lot of points. Danica salvaged what was looking like a top 10 day out of, got a top 5 out of it. She barely missed out on podium position. And Danica Patrick finished in the top 10 all but one time. The only time she didn't finish in the top 10 was a dude on, on, on pit road, hit her, hit her, her, right, her right front suspension. And basically that was put her out of the race. And she was so mad. I remember. She was so mad. I want to say it was either Will Power or Ryan Briscoe. And she let the dude have it. Because Danica Patrick is also famous for being really mad. Like, like religiously pissed off. Like, you couldn't go anywhere and not and not realize, oh, damn, Danica Patrick is going to let Danny Hamlin have it. Because she was mad. Danny Hamlin pushed too too hard in the corner. And Danica Patrick, Danica Patrick, like, Danica Patrick small, is a, is, is a team woman. But that woman got fire. That woman got fire. No matter what you think about Danica Patrick, that, that woman got fire in that, in that, in that, in that belly. And yeah, she let you have it. She let Danica, she let Milka Duno have it that one time um, during testing. I want to say it was, I want to say it was a uh, roll course. And you know, Milka Duno unfortunately didn't last very long in, in IndyCar. She just didn't. She wasn't competitive, and she she had a lot of guys up, and she went to Arca, and yeah, she's barely a, she's a footnote, unfortunately. But again, back to Indianapolis, like in relation, like she she held her own. Um, wasn't the best, but she she had a good crew and was able to give her. Good pit stops, good cars. Not great. Not you know the, the chicken assy Roger Penske like built cars because Roger Penske and Ganassi are forever stables in Indianapolis. Like they have a bazillion wins there. I can't I can't tell you exactly how many wins there, but I just know they have a bazillion wins there. So they're that good. Uh, and I guess Andretti won all the sport, but. God, there's a lot of people at Bob last night. God damn. Um, um, but yeah, it's, it ain't like, she did a good job. She did a good job. Um, and I don't know how, how history you look at had her out of then, but I mean, she did something that Lynn St. James couldn't do and, and Jenny Gruffin couldn't do. And she couldn't, I mean, Sarah Fisher can't do what Danica did. Simone Eiffel Sylvester couldn't do what Danica did. And Pippa Man, I mean, depending on what happens this year, you, you can't live up with that. And I do wish more women were able to give a, get a shot. Just like I wish more African-American drivers would give, give them more of a shot. I mean, there has been an African-American driver in, 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 in any car races since George Mack, just two. I mean, I mean, name them. I mean... There isn't any others. Like, you got, you got Japanese racers. Cool. I mean, Takuma Sato's holding it down, but Takuma Sato's the only one dude. Rob Jaskawa is not in the league, isn't, isn't there anymore. 
and she get out he's not there anymore he's on he's he's there on a truck racing a truck team in the truck race a competitive truck team so it's like what is what do you do when you have a sport that is uh very um lax in in racial in racial matters and sex matters what do you do i mean what do you do man that's like the number one question is like what do you do i mean because uh women are getting a bad rap when it comes to auto racing and it's like you just i just hope you know they get pushed further to be you know be in that in that stage because they're not well represented so i guess i guess i can get to my final point about uh indianapolis is uh uh i think ellie's gonna take it man um he's starting deep he's starting mid-pack um i mean usually the winner comes from the top 10 at, at that track because it's hard to pass um, it's like one, it's like, you know, every, every part of the track, I think it's like six degrees or a little lower than that or seven or eight degrees. Um, it's a very flat track. So, um, the way, the best way to make your passes is, is um, it's down to, it's down to back stretch and the front stretch. And, you know, drivers are going to be courteous to like give, give away, uh, give the lane. You can't just take, you can't just take a position and expect the driver to like, you know, give you that position. Because what's going to happen is, um, if a driver sort of passes you like late coming into the corner, you're going to lose the air. You're going to lose the nose of the car. Meaning, you have no way to turn the car because your car is like, it's, it's, it's pushing. You're pushing. Um, I remember, uh, one time watching the Indianapolis 500, like, I think it was 2010. Um, Tony Kanan was the leader of the race. And I think Tony Kanan was going to be really good. Um, 2013 winner. Um, uh, really good. Um, he was leading the race. Um, his team at the time, Marco Andretti, he passed him with no warning whatsoever. So he passed his ass, like coming to turn three. And Tony Kanan, he could not react. So the only reaction he had was basically he was going up the track. And in, and again, Indianapolis is one groove. Meaning you have the only the preferred line in Indianapolis is the is the bottom. You cannot pass at the top. The, uh, at the top is trash. It's, it's marble. It's, it's you know a bunch of other debris on the track. So where there's grip on the bottom, there's no grip on the top. And he's going up. And when there, and when there's no grip on the top, you're going to just go up, 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 up. And the only thing that could save you is the wall. And he didn't hit the wall. He sort of saved it, but. Unfortunately, someone's going to hit him. And that person, unfortunately, was Sarah Fisher. Driver's side. Driver's side. Now, they both walked away. But the moral story is, you, you got to be courteous passing a car. Um, I mean, the best way to do it, if you want to be aggressive, uh, Hunter Ray and uh, Cash Nevis, you know, they're, they're legendary. Like, fight for the lead. Um, like, Elio Cashnevich trusted Hunter Ray enough to make that that bonsai move, like on the backstretch, like coming to turn three. He gave him a little room so that Elio Cashnevich didn't have what happened to to, uh, to Kanan 
what uh, uh, Marco Andretti did to him. And ironically, Marco Andretti finished third in that race. Um, Kanan finished full back. Uh, but they had no, they had no issues. Uh, Kanan had a, had a mechanical issue there in that, in that race. Um, defended champion. Um, so you, you, you want to make your passes like smartly. You don't want to make them. You don't want to make a dumb decision. Um, and then up in the wall and you, and you have your race end early or end late, um, by some dumb uh, thing on track. <sighs> so I think, I think cash is going to, cash is going to take it. Kanal going to have a strong run. Um, he needs one. Um, uh, camp, camp, Charlie Kimball, I think, I think he finished fifth last year. He needs a strong one run. Uh, Will Powers number one there. He was second to Mom Montoya in 2015. Um, he's rebounded nicely uh, after having a rough start to the year. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a really good race. It's going to be a really good race. It's It's been competitive uh, the last few years. It's going to be competitive again this year. Um, so I expect no less of, the, of a finish, uh, of a spectacular finish. Uh, Alexander Rossi, last year's winner. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, he wasn't really great last year. He was okay, but he wasn't. He wasn't up there with Hunter Ray and 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 um, uh, uh, Townsend Bell. Elio was up there. Knott got a little bit of lead. Uh, um, I don't know. Uh, Hinchcliffe, uh, ironically, blew an engine today at Indianapolis. Um, uh, in final practice, I, I saw that in, on on YouTube. As a matter of fact, Blue Angels. I don't know what's going to happen to them. Apparently, all the Hondas having issues. At, 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 oh man, that's that's trouble. Um, so I do think I do think um I guess it'll be okay. I don't know in what capacity, but I, th- I guess it'll be all right. I just don't know what he'll do. Um, it's really hard to say what a guy's going to do when you know until you see what a guy's going to do. And for him, I I wish him the best. Um, but I, I do think it's gonna be really good. Uh, I think it's gonna be great. The, the commentary's gonna be great. Alan Bester's gonna probably call, call it the best race of his life because I mean, after this race, um, and of course with Detroit, ESPN uh, has severed ties on him because of the whole hundred hundred arm air personalities that have been dealt the the, the pink slip. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen to Scott Goodyear and uh, Evan Achiever, but I do know that's. Uh, Jerry Punch is gone too. So that's like, you know, two, you know, class acts, you know, for ESPN that are be gonna be out of a job after this race. After after Detroit. The duel in Detroit, which is like the the next race after Indianapolis. The Indianapolis five hundred. So um it's just gonna be fun. I don't know what I'm I am trying to figure what I'm gonna have for to eat for it. I'm thinking either Popeye's Wingstop. Um I'm I'm probably signing up for Popeye's because it's closer to my apartment. So I might just do that. So I, I, that covers the Indianapolis 500. And lastly, and I'll probably be quick with this: the Coca-Cola 600, which is not, which is like my least favorite of the three. <laughs> um, Kevin Harvest on the pole. Uh, uh, other than that, I, all, all I know is Dale Jr. like like 19 in his final uh, Coke 600. I don't really like his chances because uh, anytime he's there, it's uh it's a rough go of it. Especially the last few years, it's just been rough for him. Uh, was 14th last year. The year before he was third. I think the year before he was like 19th. Um, with like engine engine issues. Um, the year before he was 39th out of 43 drivers and blew an engine. Uh, he was seventh. Uh, nearly won the thing and he ran out of fuel coming to turn three. Um, Kevin Harvick uh, passed him. 
was 20, 21st, 22nd, 2010. He was awful. 2009, he was 40th. Um, 08 was 5th. 07 was 7th. 20, 2006, passed a ton of cars. Just finished 11th. <sighs> it's like, I don't know how I know all those all those finishing results. I won't even go any further. Um, Marshall Shooter dominated last year. That was just, that was just awful to watch. It was so bad. It was so bad. It was so bad. I, went, I saw Civil War for the fifth time. It was so bad last year. It was that bad. Like, unannounced. I just, I was like, let me get a ticket and see fucking Civil War for the fifth time. And that's what I did. I just, I was like, I, I, I can't. <laughs> I can't. March Rose Jr. just kicked the field's ass. And I was hoping for a twist. And nothing happened. Um, Kyle Larson started back in the field. Um, he didn't pass uh, the, the, uh, the uh the specification the qualifying shit so i mean who knows what's gonna happen to him because i can't call it jimmy johnson is like he's like the king of uh coca-cola 600 um he's got like six or seven wins there um he's gonna be a threat again i wouldn't be surprised if he if he, if he uh takes over again I'm trying to think what else uh, before i call it a I'll call it a night <laughs> um it's final Jimmy's final race so i called that one uh, Chase Elliott can, can make some noise. I don't know what he will do, but I think he'll he'll make a good run of it. Um, trying to think, any first time winner, possible first time winners, or like surprise winners. Coco Sunday really doesn't really well. Was he David Runeman? Jeff Gordon was kind of a first was a first time winner. It was first first you ever won. Uh, Casey Mears was a first time winner. First only race he ever won. Um, how much this year? Uh, what else? It's hard to name. Who else can take it? And that's kind of where it gets difficult because I don't really know who else can do it. I mean, the race will be in trends. I mean, it'll start in the twilight. It'll start in the day, and then it'll go to like twilight, and then it'll go to night. But the, but I, I guess another thing that's gonna be that's gonna be kind of bad about this race is they they do stage racing, which is basically they they do segmented races where. They stop at a certain point of a race where, okay, for instance, the Coca-Cola Center is going to be 100 laps. going to stop at 100 laps. And they they basically give the top 10 points. So if you're Dale 100, you win the first stage. And you get awarded like 10 points. And those 10 points go to the eventual race results. Um, so Dale Jr. gets 10 points. And let's say Dale Jr. finishes like 25th somehow. Those points that he was awarded in the first stage, the reward is him for that next, yeah, for the for the rest of the race, pretty much. So he'll never lose those points. Those points are his. <sighs> Three stages, man. Like four stages, rather. And that's gonna that's gonna kill the. That kind of takes away the endurance factor of the race. So they're gonna have the drivers are gonna get they're gonna be roll rested and stuff, I guess. Or I want to say roll rested. They're, they're gonna have rest. They're gonna have a chance to sort of like you know gather their thoughts. They can t- take a swig of water. You know, get some get a banana or you know get some you know get some skin, get water in and some like you know to keep them going. Coffee, hot cold coffee rather. You don't want to drink drinking hot coffee in a in a hot ass car. <laughs> Come on. Um, so they probably drink give them you know give them you know some cold some cold to keep them keep them hydrated. Gatorade, of course. Um, so the Coca-Cola Center is a matter of test, endurance, will, um, and yeah, it's, it's really one of those, but I don't know what else I can tell you. I mean, it's like, it's my least favorite race to watch. 
now, unfortunately, it is. Before, it was like it was my favorite to watch because I was I was in the NASCAR. But Indy's basically taking the baton and you know has kicked their ass, and Monaco to a certain extent has kicked their ass too. So it's a matter of what happens, and I couldn't really tell you what's going to happen over at Coca Cola. I think Cobbs will win it. I mean, he'll win it. I hope Dale Jr. does win it. I just, I don't see it. He's not, he hasn't been good there. And, and when he's been good there, like something weird has happened. So, it, 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 it I'll have to see what happens. I can't really call it either way. So, I'm going to end it here. I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> I, I'm hungry. I'm starving. Um, so you can follow me at, uh, Hall's, I mean, ooh, sorry, uh, that was old, old Twitter, um, film underscore wonder at, uh, Twitter. You can also, uh, same for Instagram, if you want to follow me on Instagram, um, you can also watch my videos of where I'm reviewing Baywatch and I'm, I'm cracking jokes about Alien, Alien Covenant, um, so you'll enjoy those there. Um, had a couple, two, couple reviews, um, Podbean, so, uh, the film wonder.podbean.com, the film wonder.wordpress.com, film wonder.blogger.com, so we wanted my content there. Um, I'm gonna get some to eat, man, and I gotta, I gotta get it ready for work. <laughs> I'm so glad I got to chance to do one of these. Um, I'm really tired. There won't be a film wanderer, uh, um, uh, a, um, Warner Confessions this Sunday, just so you know. Mom, there will be next week, um, um, look out, look out for it then, but, um, I need to rest and watch these races, um, and I gotta celebrate my brother's birthday, so, um, y'all take it easy, and, um, and enjoy your three-day weekend, um, and, um, you know, Memorial Day is a pretty important, uh, holiday, uh, especially in these times, so, um, you know, remember, you know, the loved ones that served, and, um, you know, You know, keep that in mind, I guess. All right, in the meantime, y'all take it easy. Peace.